Welcome to Pat Sherlock's podcast series, interviews with top mortgage sales leaders. Learn practical tips for improving sales management results. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Pat Sherlock, and welcome to the podcast. Today is a deeper dive on Fannie Mae's Future Housing Leaders Program. My guest is Jessica Wright. Jessica is the advisor to the program. Prior to that, she has spent 20 years at Fannie Mae in business and product development, investor relationships, and affordable housing. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Hi, Pat. I'm so glad we're able to connect today. I'm excited about our conversation. Well, it's a fabulous program that Fannie Mae is doing, and I'm so thrilled that they are behind this topic. But let's talk about you first and talk about how did you get into mortgage banking? Oh, great question. I get to ask that a lot. And and probably like many others, I, I fell into this industry. It, it has actually been really rewarding. I've been in this industry for 19 years. But when I first started out, I was working for one of those big top accounting firms in tax compliance. And someone had seen my resume uh, floating around there and they were hunting for a bilingual administrative assistant to support a senior Latina officer in business development. And so they brought the opportunity to me and I came in through, you know, on the ground level there in a support role 19 years ago, but it progressed over the years, right? I was able to to gain exposure and learn about the business. And so I, I did some learning about, you know, how does Fannie Mae work? How does the mortgage industry work when I started in the investor channel and then went into business development and product development and grew and expanded there. And how do we expand, you know, opportunities so more minorities get home ownership and what does that look like? And and I spent my last 10 years uh, working in affordable lending, right? So I, I've grown progressively and each has been a building block. So I think it was, a, it was a good stumble into the industry. And I'm excited that I did because it gave me so many opportunities to work in such great places, affordable lending. And now here, you know, working with the future housing leaders team as an advisor, it's been like that perfect transition. So I, I am very excited about it. Well, talk a little bit about what you currently are responsible for under your advisor role, if you can kind of share your thoughts. Sure. So as an advisor on the future housing leaders team here at Fannie Mae, I'm, I'm more the connector. And in my role, I'm um, responsible for working with employer partners across the housing ecosystem so that I could support them and be an extra arm to them with their recruitment plans Ultimately, we're partnering with partners across the industry so that we can increase workforce diversity. Um, and, and as you probably can agree, that we need to have more representation across the industry, more um, Black and Latino industry participants, right, working in different roles, whether it be, you know, loan origination, servicing, technology, appraisals. Um, the industry needs to be more representative of who we're serving today and who that future home buyer is going to be. So that's my, my role, right? I serve as that connector. I work with employer partners and attract talent to their positions um, by leveraging our school relationships with colleges and universities across the country. It's, an, it's a labor of love and, and um, being able to do that then bridges that gap, right? We get students into these roles where they can grow and learn as I did and become a future housing leader. So that's a little bit about what I do. 
No, that's great. Talk about some of the trends that you see in the DEI for the really the rest of this year and and, and going into next year. Talk about what, what are you seeing, employers and all the partners that you're involved with? Yeah, great question. And so I'm starting to see that more and more banking institutions are focused on attracting minorities, Black and Latino MLOs, right? They are looking to attract the, that new entry-level early careerist that wants to learn about mortgage loan originations so that they can, again, serve the populations that they're trying to reach in underserved communities. I think companies are becoming more intentional around their DEI efforts, right? Including what staff they hire, the products that they're offering. Um, certainly with more emphasis on minority home ownership, it's, it's become even more of a focus, right? How are these companies sharpening their toolkits, right? So that they can be able to leverage different flexibilities. I'll give an example, like underwriting flexibilities like, you know, positive rental payment history. People may not know that, but when you're trying to reach a borrower that might need that flexibility, you know, lenders are trying to, you know, sharpen that so they can they can reach more of those borrowers. There's a lot going on there. There, there is certainly a, a, a reshaping that's happening here and an outreach to bring on more minorities to serve in these roles. So. Well, it's not only the right thing to do, but it's certainly the smart thing to do. And I, I just think I'm glad to hear that lenders are are being more really proactive with this topic. But that does lead to the question, with all the changes, and you've been in mortgage banking a long time too, with all the changes that occur, how do you see current? I mean, what what is your kind of go-to? I know you like to read and so forth. How do you keep current with all the changes that happen? Oh, yeah. Staying plugged in is really important, right? And so um, certainly I'm connected in terms of, you know, keeping abreast of what's happening with mortgage banking associations and, you know, staying abreast of what the trade associations are doing across the industry, reading different publications, right? Industry, you know, publications from Brookings Institute or the Urban Institute, trying to make sure that we keep a hand and a pulse on what's going on so that we are also attracting the right talent to fill positions that are most needed in our industry. For example, the tech boom, right? Everybody's still, we're still very much focused on how do we transform the industry and and we make sure that we're making advancements in the tech space. So that's how I keep abreast. Well, it's a lot, that's for sure. And I'm glad to hear that it sounds like you're involved with all of the good groups that do provide great research, which I think is sorely needed. But let's take a deeper dive into the program since you've been involved with it for a long time. So talk about with the future housing uh, leaders, talk about how many lenders participate and what jobs typically um, are you getting interest in? Okay. Great, great. So we have been fortunate enough to see exponential growth in the program. Uh, We offered the future housing leaders in 2018, and that's when we first came into market. And since then, we've expanded our employer partnerships to around 85 in 2022. So we've seen a jump, um, 57 of which were new uh, partners. But uh, these partners are coming, you know, and partnering with us because they too are focused on exploring how we address workforce diversity. And through our partnership, they're able to use our free services. So some of the things that we're doing with them is connecting them to interns to fill their positions, right? Either also through their associates program or their training programs. So there's that lens of recruiting where we're supporting the industry there. 
And then we're also helping them by offering a free curriculum. So we offer a free summer curriculum to help with professional development, training, certification opportunities. Uh, that whole thing there with mentoring and supportive services has really been super valuable to our employer partners. So by these partnerships, we're able to bring them out and they can also do some speaker series to help educate the market, right? The students then learn about these different career opportunities. So these partners that we have, the 85 that have come on board, the growth that we've experienced have all led to the hiring of about 90 interns that have filled entry-level positions, either through internships or early entry-level opportunities. So the connection services are certainly paying off. And then I'll, I'll add one more thing through the education opportunity that I mentioned, that free summer curriculum that I talked about, mm -hmm. we've been able to educate over 1,200 interns through our Future Housing Leaders Summer Program. So we've seen exponential growth there too, about a 24% increase in program participation since its inception in 2018. So pretty exciting stuff. So when you're talking about the summer curriculum, talk about what is that and what actually is the student, how, how do they participate, and, and how do you market to even have the students interested? Sure. So with our partners, when they hire on the students, albeit through their own hiring practices or through our connection services, we offer a free, free no-cost uh, summer program, which offers technical training. We offer the ability to, for the students to learn, you know, Excel, professional uh, development training, you know, training around how do they, you know, expand their career and develop. We also offer foundational skills training in the summer program. Everything soup to nuts around uh, the industry, the housing industry. What's Fannie and Freddie's role in the market? How does the secondary market operate? Uh, we give them access to uh, training to get certificates through our partnership with the MBA. And so we offer a uh, MBA mortgage banking certificate opportunity, as well as a mortgage banking uh, commercial real estate opportunity. We also do one more thing and that we partner with Polygon Research so that we can offer a certificate in uh, technology. So we have a whole course designed around leading uh, with data science, right, and evaluating uh, housing data and, and analyzing that with a technology lens. So I think all of those resources together really make it a, a really robust training that is offered from June to August. Mm -hmm. And our employer partners have their students participate throughout that time and, and get educated. So it's a great so, way to learn. And yeah. So is it by webinar and they meet? How many hours a day do they meet? Or is this in person? How does that actually operate? Sure. We're doing everything by webinar now. So we mm -hmm. leverage our training platform um, and we give the students access to that. So we have e-learning modules. That's a, a portion of our training. We also have instructor-led training that happens as well, where we bring in speakers. I mentioned the MBA portions of our curriculum. So we bring in instructors uh, to do that. And that's live. Um, we do do live trainings also with the instructor-led leading with data science component mm -hmm. as well. So it's a mix of that. We couple in some learning opportunities as well with some Housing Matters speaker series. So participants are able to learn from other industry participants. We bring them together and we talk about important topics um, so that they can get a broad exposure to our industry and learn more about what we have to offer. So how do you market it at the universities or the colleges that you're involved with to get them interested or talk about how that all works? 
Sure. So we uh, leverage our strategic partnerships. We utilize systems like Ripple Match, Smart Recruiters, and Handshake to engage with our student population across the nation. Mm. Uh, we also leverage our student population and partnerships through the Hispanic Association of Colleges and uh, Universities. Mm. So that gives us access to, you know, uh, hundreds Latinx students across the uh, nation. And we also partner with schools that are uh, historically Black colleges and universities as well. So we, we do our outreach. Um, we're, we have a, a dedicated person on our team that is focused on um, maintaining those relationships. Um, so we partner on webinars, trainings like um, interview techniques and, you know, uh, resume building, careers in housing, you know, credit and financial literacy are all ways we educate and partner with the schools uh, to bring students in so that they can learn more and also grow, right? So is this occurring throughout the year or do you rev up for the summer courses or how does that work? So our summer curriculum is offered June through August Mm -hmm. annually. Um, We're testing some pilot ideas where we are supporting some of our partners on the off-season, and we're doing some specialized trainings with them to help new, you know, staff, uh, especially especially MLOs, et cetera, try to learn about the uh, housing industry. So we're piloting that. We're also then considering offering our summer curriculum or portions of it off-season to help um, continue to the education focus that we have. So at one point, do you think, Jessica, that this will become a credit within the universities? Or in other words, this is just an interest at this point where they're trying to learn about our industry? We'd love that. I mean, that certainly is a growth opportunity for us. Um, You're exploring the ability to offer a, you know, a certification of some sort or some sort of industry recognized certificate uh, as part of it. But again, that takes time, a lot of effort, especially with so many schools and, and so many things that we would have to work out to make that possible. Yeah, that would be a great idea for sure. And But I do understand the logistics would be something to say the least. So talk about the current market with the downturn that's happened within mortgage banking, certainly in this year. Has that impacted or what impact has that had in the interest that you have in the partners and, and what it looks like for next summer? Sure. So the partners are still very much interested and, and really they're taking a focus and look at, you know, how can they improve their internship if they're currently offering one? Some partners are thinking about offering an actual internship where they might not have done so in the past. Mm-hmm. So there are ways that we can continue to partner even when originations are, are slower. We're, you know, working with partners to retool in terms of, you know, how do we go to market with the students and continue to keep them engaged, uh, working with them on different partnership opportunities there, and leveraging that educational platform that I talked about already um, so we can continue to add value, add uh, educational opportunities. Um, so there's things happening, you know, even though, you know, the market has shifted, um, where there's leading to plenty of opportunities for us to remain engaged with customers who are interested in partnering. So have you seen the interest on the partner side on larger institutions, middle institutions, or independent mortgage bankers? What, what has been your experience? 
We have a great mix. Um, mm -hmm. So on our website, on the Future Housing Leaders website, we have a section dedicated to our employer partners mm -hmm. that shows who's partnering with us and who's committed to increasing our workforce diversity. And on the website, you'll notice that there is a, a wide variety. We have small and mid-sized lenders. Mm -hmm. We have larger institutions, larger lending institutions, banking institutions, commercial real estate uh, mm -hmm. companies, across the housing ecosystem, you'll also notice that there are technology partners that we're partnering with, those fintechs that are providing solutions to mm -hmm. uh, the housing industry market participants. So there's plenty of opportunities for uh, a student to get engaged at, at different levels, whether it's a small company, mid-sized, or much larger nationally recognized companies, they're, they're all getting involved. So, Jessica, could you name the website in case anybody would like to go look at that, where you have this information? Sure. It's futurehousingleaders.com. Mm -hmm. And when you go there, you can see all of the information that we have um, for students and employers, as well as some stories and insights uh, that we've collected over our time. We just launched a new website, so it's new and refreshed. We're going to be adding some more information on some of the uh, things we've been doing. And we plan to publish a retrospective soon enough around kind of the, you know, five years, how we've seen the pro program progress. Sure. and the things we've learned. So it's been a, a great program thus far, and we, we continue to build on it. So when you look at the, the students, the 1,200 that have been interested in the program and participated, what type of majors were they? Have you really analyzed that type of issue? And, and what is the type of student that you're actually finding? Is it somebody that has a relative in the business? Or what are your thoughts on that? Sure. So our Future Housing Leaders talent community is comprised of students that are rising juniors and seniors mm -hmm. that typically have a grade point average of around 3.45. Wow. And they're coming. Yeah, that's pretty high, right? That's, that's right. That's a strong, strong GPA there. Um, so we're proud of that and, and they are proud of it as well. And we're seeing a wide variety of, you know, majors. So we've got, you know, finance majors, business administration majors, technology majors. Um, it, it, it is a wide, wide variety, marketing and communication majors, you name it, they, they're in the, the student cohort there and in our talent network. And, and we're, we spend a lot of time educating them too around the, the connection points around being able to use the majors that they're in, in rewarding careers in housing finance. Well, so we, we have a wide variety. Since I was political science, uh, you have any political science majors? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great question. I'm uh, going to have to look at we had any of those last year. I wonder. I'm not sure, but I, I wouldn't say we didn't. It is quite <laughs> well, that's interesting. So that's why I was wondering, is it strictly ma uh, business pa business majors versus people that are, are in liberal arts? So I was curious. So anyway, but uh, how about community colleges? Is that a focus at all or any thoughts on that? Hey, you know, I was at uh, the recent Hispanic Association for Colleges and Universities, and a couple community colleges had talked to to me about that. I think it's it's worth exploring that we start to look at that. We even considered, you know, how do we get in front of you know high school students sure. when they're trying to decide whether or not they're going to go the path of you know college at all, or whether they want to enter the workforce. So we're we're continuing to evaluate where we might pivot and and add to. 
within our per current program structure. Um, so it's not off the table. I think it's something worth evaluating for sure. So when you look at the 90 that have been hired, talk about what has been their performance. Have they stayed with the company? I'm sure uh, lenders are very much interested in the retention side of it. Uh, talk about that. Yeah, that's a great question because it's an important fact that we're trying to get to. Um, we have, of course, given this unique relationship of serving as a conduit to the sure. market and being that connector, um, we do have some, you know, blind spots in that, right? Because once they, we've helped them to connect them to these positions and they've been hired, you know, we lose sight of that visibility through their whole journey on whether they come back repeatedly or whether they, you know, get hired full-time. We hear it anecdotally from our partners, but, you know, having that, you know, full lens and scope is something very difficult given how we play in the market and our role. But we're, we're certainly trying to gather that data and hope to, you know, come up with a solution for that in, in, in the future. Have you had any, I guess, feedback from the lenders regarding the performance of these students that really have now, I mean, in the general aspect, because they now have gotten the total picture of the world of the secondary mortgage market and all the great things that you're teaching them? Do you get feedback on that these students understand the big picture much better than what you see when somebody uh, does not have that background? Yes, actually. So we, we make it a point to survey our partners throughout the partnership. So we do a lot of that um, to keep abreast of their feedback and get their insights as early as possible. I, I can share a couple insights that I did receive from this past season. So one of our partners had mentioned that the uh, Future Housing Leaders curriculum was relevant, it was practical and inclusive, that it was able to help provide information on our most current industry trends and technologies within the industry. Um, they commented on having exceptional quality of intern students and the diversity of the students. Mm -hmm. So it really worked for them. And we've, we've heard similar anecdotal comments from our uh, partners as well about how the, they've had an excellent experience, that the candidates were you know, prepared, that they, we had a good quality of, of students to um, participate within the program. And they've commented that the you know students are gaining a lot from the summer program, indicating that they were really happy with the content overall, that they found the mm -hmm. value within our Housing Matters speaker series where they could gain insights from different people across the industry. So we're hearing very positive um, feedback from our partners on um, not only the students that are applying for their positions and the diversity of them, and it's also couple that with our education, it seems to be a win-win for all. Well, that's great to hear for sure. Talk a little bit about how do you become a partner? We engage uh, every year with partners across the industry. If there's interest, we have uh, information on our Future Housing Leaders website so that they can get connected and involved. We, we reach out, our, our Fannie Mae account reps reach out to their different partners as well to explore where there might be an alignment around our focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and where there might be, you know, staffing needs and, and the ability to attract more talent into internship programs. So they can they can sign up, right? And they can let their account managers know that they have interest or call, you know, contact our team directly. And we have a candidate connection form um, for which we would provide them. And then that helps us to better understand their recruitment needs and, you know, what do they need in terms of training and do they want to participate in the summer program, et cetera. So 
we've made it possible and easy to uh, get engaged with us. Well, you started talking a little bit about the future. Talk about some of the improvements that you look to do to the program for 2023. Okay. So, uh, you know, because of the way that we are set up and this being a free service to the industry, we did not in last year or preceding years outline, you know, clearly what our expectations would be from a partnership perspective. It was like, let's partner together. We can do this. Let's change the industry. But now we're being very pointed about that so that we can continue to get better results in terms of quantifying the program success. Um, so we've changed, you know, that to really outline our expectations and requirements of what that engagement would look like. Also the data sharing, right? Being able to quantify the program success, having our partners um, be, you know, reciprocating what their interest and in, in their feedback is on the program, right? We, we have those blind spots that I mentioned, and so we're looking to get them to share more information. We've improved our reporting capabilities, and we're also leveraging more of our sector engagement opportunities, more podcasts, more speaker engagements, because that education and awareness, you'd be surprised how many students don't understand or know that they can take their major into of the housing industry mm-hmm. and, and really have a rewarding experience. They're, they're not thinking about the housing industry as top of mind. That's where I want to go. Unless you have a relative or a, sure. you know, a friend that's kind of coaching you to that. It's, it's, so it's really important for us to continue to raise that awareness around these opportunities and the connection thereof. Well, I think that sounds like a great improvement for sure. I think the more data you have, the better off it's going to be for everyone to show how wonderful this program is. So could you share a couple of takeaways for our listeners today? Absolutely. I think that, you know, this is an opportunity for us to partner together. For those that are listening, I I encourage you to check out the Future Housing Leaders uh, website so that you can gain more information about what we're doing in the market and how we are leading an important change around increasing workforce diversity in the housing industry. It's going to take everyone to get involved in this um, because we we are certainly um, wanting to make sure that the future home buyers of America have access to all the products and all the services that they need and also have representation across the industry so that they can um, be served and helped and uh, achieve home ownership. So we, we encourage everyone to get involved. And um, first place to look would be on our website. And if you're wanting to sign up, uh, check with your Fannie Mae uh, point of contact, your account manager. And if you're not sure who that is, uh, send us a message on our website. So we're, we're ready and eager to serve. We're ready to get started. Well, thanks so much, Jessica. It's been fabulous, to say the least. And thanks, everyone, for listening. I certainly appreciate you spending time with us. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for this opportunity. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We appreciate you spending time with us. If your sales team needs training in hiring and lead generation, schedule a free consultation by emailing me at psherlock at qfsconsulting.com.